the KD Warriors, we we thought wasn't shit moving besides them for for those years. And after we come out of this legit dark age reign of terror, y'all telling me I got to be scared of Paul fucking George now? <laughs> really? Really? Is that what we're doing? When, when, when fucking KD went to Golden State, they were Thanos. He was the final Infinity Stone. He was Thanos. And y'all telling me I got to be scared of fucking Hawkeye now? Y'all telling me I got to be scared of Hawkeye? Number 13 on the Clippers? A motherfucker with a crossbow? After we just, after we just got rid of Thanos? Then when I'm alone, I do drugs on my own I tell her shorty I bought a cup She wanna drive top laces, never could replace me I stand on my exes, you know that's the same thing She just wanna hate me, I guess that's just what pain brings you know Fucking go! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Fuck everything, them niggas The, the fucking Clippers! Took a monumental fucking L. What else we talk about? about? <laughs> to the Jenkins yeah. and Jones show, aka Slander Super Bowl, aka all Clippers content <laughs> all the time. AKA 28 missed shots between the two best players on the team. You know what I'm Let's saying? Let's talk about AKA it. AKA blow a 3-1 fucking lead. AKA it's not your fucking city, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> All facts. It was, it was all facts. It was facts. That was, that was the tip of the fucking iceberg. We're not even. I was about to like, say we, we haven't even so done the whole. Shit shit. Let's get into we it. Haven't done the whole intro yet? As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler. Hey guys. And Lejethro Jenkins, aka John. What's up? And I am Mike. What's <laughs> motherfucking up, motherfucking Mike? AKA you Cardi B. AKA, AKA Gonna Very yeah, excited. I, I think in the in in all the years that we've been doing the podcast, I don't think we've ever been hit up as many times ever to do an episode as like everyone just wants Clippers slander. Bro, look, like it's, the country it's is one a of the great unifiers. <laughs> it's one of it's one of the great unifiers in, in a turbulent ass year where we don't know what's coming. The Clippers being the Clippers is a stabilizing force that unites us all right about now. It's a sense of normalcy. You know right. There we go. There we go. Yes. It's connecting us to our past prior to this crazy, right. you know, 2020 we're dealing with. I mean, that's the most normal thing that's happened this year. The yeah, Clippers, Clippers blown up 3-1 Yeah. Yes. Summer was canceled. We can't go outside in California because it's ash in the sky. Everything's terrible, but 
I was doing the same thing I'm always doing in the Western Conference semifinals, which is watching the Clippers choke. <laughs> Bro, I can't like like we were we really thought that PG was gonna be a great addition. We really let's let 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 us let us let us clarify that we. <laughs> let us please clarify that because I have been you do not lump me in with y'all <laughs> on this because I have seriously been telling look I was like bro we just came out of the KD Golden State era like like w- when I got the news on July 4th 2016 that Durant was a warrior Ooh. I needed a I needed a fucking inhaler and I don't even have asthma bro <laughs> Like, 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 look, those, we just came from under a legit reign of terror in the end. Bro. 2016 to 2019, the KD Warriors, we, we thought wasn't shit moving besides them for, for those years. And after we come out of this legit dark age reign of terror, y'all telling me I got to be scared of Paul fucking George now. <laughs> really? Really? Is that what we're doing? When, when, when fucking KD went to Golden State, they were Thanos. He was the final Infinity Stone. He was Thanos. And y'all telling me I got to be scared of fucking Hawkeye now? Y'all telling me I got to be scared of Hawkeye? Number 13 on the Clippers? A motherfucker with a crossbow? After we just, after we just got rid of Thanos? I told y'all. I told y'all I was never, ever in my life scared of a team that put this much stock in Paul fucking George. Did I not tell y'all that shit? He said my man got a crossbow, bro. Dude, like, I, I, this is the thing. They were, they were obviously, well. No, hold was- on, John. Yes, you did tell us that. And I fucking salute you. But, I, I mean, but you they thought, were, the- but you thought they were gonna get to the Western Conference Finals, though, yes? I, mean- I did. I did not expect Denver to knock them off. I, I'm gonna, complete transparency, honest here. But I knew the Lakers were gonna smack them the fuck up if they met. I was never scared for. A I'd rather have played and the Clippers now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I see what the Clippers look like. I mean, I mean, let's I feel like we get go too far. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. But uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. You were right. You we shouldn't have been scared of them, but they were the best team in the league on paper. On paper. I, 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 like I've said before, I have never put the stock that so many people seem to put in Paul George in him from my perspective. I look at it like this. I have said this. Paul George, his market value being, you know, an elite two-way guy, his market value gets him tier one pursuit, tier one opportunities, tier one money. But he's a tier two fucking talent. He was, he was second runner up for MVP last year, bro. He yeah, was but, but third but, in the running. But, but when you say the best team on paper, the late I mean the All NBA awards just came out today. The Lakers have two All NBA first teamers, which happens yeah, about yeah. once every six or seven years. For sure, for sure. You but know what I'm saying? That's like, not thirteen maybe, years. There's, there's 12, the last, time, last last time this happened was Nash and Amari in 2017. There's twelve players I mean, on the team, and it, once you once you get past those two. The Clippers have really good players. They're, they're, I agree they're with you, but there's yeah. only five players on the court at a time, and if forty percent of your starting roster is starting a, roster, when you when you when you go AD, though. when you go AD, what's that's twenty five percent of your team? You know what I'm saying? And 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 uh, uh, what's what's your boy name? Uh, um, Williams. The uh, what you what's what, what the fuck? What the fuck? What I'm talking about? Like 
He got caught eating chicken wings and fucking uh, oh, Lou, Lou Williams. Lou Will, yeah. yeah, Lou, Lou, Lou Will. You know, Lou, Lou Will was what? Best off the bench, six man of the year for what? How many years? Montrez is a fucking dog. He's six man of the year this year. You know what I'm saying? They got like, I mean, I'm not scared of Zubac. You know what I mean? But they got Kawhi, who was supposed to, it was supposed to be his league this year. They had the third runner up, the second runner up for for MVP. That you're like on paper, they look great. So, okay, so listen, but it's so, paper. So, 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 we're not, we're, heard, you know, so that's not the game. Everyone's heard all the stats: the zero points in the fourth quarter for Kawhi and PG. The what was it like? Two of eighteen second half performance from those dudes. Like we don't need to run through all the stats. I know everyone's already seen all day, but I have to say I was shocked by. The Kawhi Leonard shit. Oh yeah, no doubt. I was not surprised with the way things yeah. have gone by That's Paul George yeah. and stuff, but Kawhi has been a killer even in these playoffs. You know what I mean? Like down four, he hits a big three every time with a minute left or whatever. But like he looked like he wanted to get the fuck out of there too. This was his worst game of the playoffs, I believe. I think like maybe ninety percent of the games he played in the playoffs, eighty percent of the game he played in the playoffs, he scored more than thirty points. If you look at his stat sheet, 36, 35, 30. I mean, it's basically guaranteed 30 ball every night. So I think one, one game uh, in, in, in the first round, he did score 30. And he go, wait, uh, what, 14? Was it 14 or was it 12? Oh, for everything in the fucking fourth? And then, and, then, and then they come with the tired shit. Y'all have rested more motherfuckers. Than any team in That's the league. Load management. Shit. Y'all, load, y'all, y'all the most load management is is fucking team ever. All right, and then y'all get to go get a team that already had a seven game series before y'all, and y'all want to say you're tired? Everybody's well, tired. What the fuck are you talking about? And they have the nerve to say, you know, we didn't have the chemistry yet. Like the Lakers are not. <laughs> rolling out there with Frank Vogel with a, a new The Lakers pairing. making this shit work with 35 The Lakers making this shit work with 35 year old Rondo bro I don't want to hear shit about chemistry man The Lakers really made this shit don't. work with LeBron f- full time being a ball handler Point guard. And assists. Point guard bro playing <laughs> the one you know what I'm saying like bro, but I, I will say this one thing you can tell about the Lakers they like each other when mm-hmm. it comes to chemistry you know what I'm saying? I, I, I think you can, I, I can see them hanging together off the court. I think, like, I think Montrez and Lou Will are the only two people that like each other on the Clippers. <laughs> Doc, did, did you did you, you see, see the looking report? at PG? You see Kawhi looking at him at the end of the game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see the, re- the the report that came out about the Montrez PG little blow up? The, the, the Chris Haynes story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 Mont, look, look, and people are like, oh man, this is just regular, you know, stuff that happens on the bench. Bro, Montrez told that dude. Well, we can't tell you shit because you're never fucking wrong. That is not some some cuff of the moment, spur of the moment shit. That's some shit that's been festering when you go there. When you bro, go there, can't nobody some... tell you shit, Ralph. That's some shit you be want to get off your chest for a minute, though. That's what your lady tell you when you when you're <laughs> right. You're like, never. I'm like, oh, you know, what I'm saying that's that's what you, know, you gotta you gotta take a step back and think about some yeah. making, bro. You feel me? Like he was that, that Lou Will was tired. He was tired, and it wasn't physical, my G. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let me – so we've talked about the issues with some of the players, but Doc, Doc Rivers, a widely Doc respected fucking guy. He out of there. Guy. No, he's not out of there. Steve Ballmer already said he's keeping him. What? <laughs> <laughs> they, they love Sounds the project. Good to me. They love the project. 
Doc Rivers, this is the fifth time in seven seasons with the Clippers that Doc Rivers has lost a playoff matchup after holding a series lead. Did you see him looking into the abyss at the fucking end of the game? Like, he was was blown away by the moment. He had no idea what to do. It's his third time losing a 3-1 lead, so I don't know why he looked like he wasn't experienced with it. Yeah, he, you've been there. <laughs> he ain't lost it with good. these boys, though. He had all the horses he needed this time, dog, and he still couldn't get him where he needed him to go. You know what I mean? Kawhi Leonard didn't show up? What? Kawhi was ready to get away from like, that, That's wild. You know what I mean? Like, I, and then the best three – Defensive guards in the league, and a, 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 a nigga from Canada puts 36 on y'all. Y'all taking turns getting cooked. You know what I'm saying? Murray, best perimeter defense. Uh, huh? Since, best perimeter defense since yada, 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 yada. yada. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Buckets were gotten on all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. I, I, I Bro, like, I have I, – I still, like – Yes, the Clippers are the Clippers. All this other shit. I still can't believe it's happened. When did you I think in the game, oh, shit, the Nuggets are actually going to win? Minute and a half left when they were up 18. That's when I was like, oh, this is really going to happen. Oh, no. I was with Doug. 13, I'm like, they might blow this. When it was like a 56, 52 half or whatever, I was like, hold on a minute, man. That's when I was – because, like I told you, I was never scared of the Clippers, bro. Never. Listen, like, let's take, let's, let's go back to the fucking genesis of when this shit all crumbled for them. <laughs> they pissed off Paul Millsap. That's where they went wrong here. They pissed off Paul Millsap. <laughs> they unleashed the wrath of Paul fucking Millsap and blew a 16-point lead because he had a 14-point third quarter. You unleashed the wrath of Paul Millsap and blow a 3-1 lead after that. That's who the Clippers fucking are. I told you when that shit happened. I said, how are y'all scared of this team that is getting done in by Paul fucking Millsap? Did I, I have not been scared since Paul Millsap turned into the fucking Incredible Hulk. Okay? I have not been, I have not been scared, but I'm still, surprised that they, I'm still surprised that they lost. And I just want to say this as a Lakers fan. Never in my life have I given a fuck about the Clippers before. I've never rooted against them. I've never, I've never had anything I would describe as an emotion. It was just the Clippers, bro. I went to a ton of Clippers games as a kid. We talked about this. The tickets were $5 at fucking Ralph's. I saw <laughs> Charles Barkley. I saw Michael Jordan. I saw Scottie Pippen. We were Lakers fans. We could never afford to go to a Lakers game. So I never had a problem with the Clippers, man. That was like the, the kid down the street, whatever. It's all good. He's not competing for the girl you're competing for. You know what I mean? It's all good. He's just here. But this year. Playing the tuba and shit. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, hot dog, you feel me? Like, Your little buddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Smelling like this hot year, water. You feel me? This year, the, the, this is his city. The, uh, you know, street lights not stopping, you know, not spotlight. Like, all the shit. Fuck you, dude. Like, you know, you wanted to, you wanted to be in the arena. You wanted to be a real franchise. You've never been to the Western Conference Finals once. Not once. That's fucking crazy. The Lakers, every Lakers fan feels like the last 10 years has been the most trash thing we've ever gone through. And we're still already obviously back in the Western Conference Finals, bro. Like, 
Give me a fucking break. I look, I said it on Twitter, the the craziest shit to me. They're gonna get killed for blowing a three-one lead forever. It's the biggest collapse this year, and it's the best season in the history of the franchise. <laughs> this is the high water mark. If you this is it don't get no better than this. They better put the better than this. Put the banner up. Seven game series in the semifinals. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, think about that. If you were at opening day for the Clippers, this is the be- it's never ended better than this. Bro, <laughs> something that has been killing me since that game is the post game um, interview that Jokic had, where he said, We knew this was something we could get through. I was like, Bro, he's not even talking about these dudes like they're a team. I'm like, he is talking about these dudes like they're an obstacle. They're a life lesson. And that's who the, the, the Clippers exist more metaphorically. Yeah, the Clippers exist more metaphorically than they exist in reality. Like, if, if, if I tell you, tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say Clippers, you're going to say ineptitude, failure, incompetency. Then you'll say basketball, right? Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Clippers are, 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 they are the embodiment of failure so much that they exist more metaphorically than they do in reality, bro. They are something that you have to overcome within yourself. They're passing away into legends. Right, like, yeah, like elves. Like, like, like the true Clippers are the obstacles you overcome within yourself and the friends you make along the way and shit. Like they're like a fucking after school special, bro. They're not even a real fucking team, first and foremost. They are a fucking thought. They are a fucking philosophy. Like, like Jokic wasn't worried about losing to the Clippers. He was worried about failure because that's what the Clippers are. They're failure. If you, you, are, you experience failure. You didn't experience a loss. He said the Clippers are the, are the, the jealous third person in your coming-of-age romance young adult novel. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They're that fucking guy. Someone on your Twitter called him an act-two-ass team, which was like yeah. the... <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, someone, someone on Twitter said the Clippers are the weapon formed against you that will never prosper. <laughs> like these motherfuckers are a team building exercise. They're a life lesson. They're not even a real franchise, dude. Uh, they're the rope ladder at the corporate retreat, yeah. bro. <laughs> they're a trust fall. <laughs> Any NBA team that wants to be a legit contender in the West, you got to do the Clippers trust fall. You know, you're, you're going to go up 3-1, and you're going to think you're going to fucking fall on your head. But no, we're going to catch you, and we're going to fucking advance past the Clippers. Should we read some of these emails? Just, yeah, let's do it. All Shit. right, so we put, uh, we put out there to shoot us an email at uh, JenkinsonJones at gmail.com for people who just wanted to join in, you know, who wanted to come sit around the fire with us. It's a, it's a joyous occasion, you know what I mean? Let's celebrate together as one. Yeah. You know? let, let me just say, you know, you guys are fucking mean, man. Like, these emails are mean, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all the shit they was talking about, they deserve all of it. Oh, no. All of it, bro. Oh, so, hey, look, we had, like, literally more than 100 people emailed in. Uh, we really appreciate it. That's crazy. I don't think we've ever had that many emails uh, for a show. So we're not going to be able to read anywhere near all of them. Thank you so much to everyone who emailed in, though, especially the people uh, on our Patreon. We really appreciate you guys. I'm going to go through them pretty quick. Uh, Rommel Page. Uh, you know, there's a lot of nicknames for Paul George, but I hadn't seen this one. He said he wants a nickname to stick is PG-13%. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's let's look. I feel like I'm still not done on on, on this whole Paul George shit because I can't believe y'all scared of this motherfucker. But I'm gonna tell you why. Another reason why I was never scared of PG. I am not afraid of teams whose number two option cannot be a number one when needed, right? And I feel like Paul George is the prototypical one of those dudes. Like like dog Kawhi went one for eleven in the second half. What do you think fucking 2011 Wade is gonna do if Brian's struggling like that? What do you think 2000 Kobe is going to do if Shaq is struggling like that? What do you think 2016 Clay is going to do if Steph is struggling like that? And I don't think PG got that shit in him, dog. Like, I am not afraid. I've never been afraid of him at all to take a, a game over and throw the team on his back. And I can't believe y'all scared of that dude. But I, I, I'm one to leave, um, you know, way off here alone here now. That's all I had to say about that. <laughs> I didn't. This is a thing. I, I like way off P and I like playoff PP also. Playoff PP. Playoff PP. Playoff Paddington. Why is so good that I never thought that PG would have to be the one? Would need to. I get that. But he and he was always number two, and he was still not good at that. He never really had to be. I mean, what yesterday would have been an opportunity to do it, and we saw what happened when they needed big shots. Flap off the side of the fucking backboard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? But I didn't think he would ever have to be a a, a number one, and he really didn't have to be, and he didn't even play that role well. It's just. It's pretty crazy. Uh, our next email is from NCL, who uh, who says, watching Way Off P hit the side of the backboard last night made me think about other all-time atrocious playoff performances. And I have a question. Was George Paul more terrible than Harrison Barnes during the Warriors' first finals run because he was first team all boo-boo in 2015? I think, I mean, just because of the expectations, Oh, I think no Paul George, the Paul George shit is worse. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, like well, Harrison Barnes is what the fourth best player on that team? Maybe yeah, fifth. Yeah, but, but, yeah, fourth, fifth. Yeah, I, I, I will hear a Livingston over Harrison Barnes take. I'll hear that out. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, Harrison Barnes was never that guy. Paul George, they gave up the future for this motherfucker. They're not Patrick Beverly walked up to LeBron James to gangbang on him in Las Vegas because they'd signed (laughs) Paul George. You know what I'm saying? No one did that shit about Harrison Barnes. Like, it's fucking over for you, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Billboards. Harrison Barnes. We forget he was on that team. You know, also, what I mean, never a warrior. You know, what I mean, like NCL also wanted to know uh, if these because they could opt out next year. I don't think they're going to do that. But he said if they do opt out and walk next year, does this end up being the most lopsided trade in NBA history? Yeah. How if many you first just get one year out of it. Yeah, how many first rounds did they give up, bro? I I I think I mean the, the stipulation shit and all that shit, but I think they don't have an untouched first rounder until twenty twenty six. Yeah, Vincent is gonna really have getting to soak in another several years of Clippers performances <laughs> before they get another first round pick. Uh, okay, uh, Charlie T Johnson says just wanted to point out. Doc Rivers has now blown a 3-1 lead when George W. Bush was president, when Obama was president, and wow. now with Trump as president. <laughs> Very good at being fucking terrible. So Thank God for that. Okay. Bro, uh, like, 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 I said this last night when people were like, you know, I don't want to hear any, they're out to get the black guy when Doc Rivers gets fired. I was like, bro, the job security that Doc Rivers has? That's what we're shooting for here. That's what we're fighting for here, dog. Like, it's not equality if black excellence has to exist alongside white mediocrity. 
You know, it's it's equality when black mediocrity exists alongside white mediocrity. You know chip. what I'm saying? He want a chip. He want a chip. But ever since then. But but the yeah, I, I, believe, on that chick, dog. I believe the phrase Bomani was talking about this, and I love it. It's the room to fail. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. I, like it, it is that that's the benchmark. Like that's what uh, that's the most important thing. Can you get jobs when <laughs> you know? Can you skip the line the way Steve Nash did if you're Chauncey Billups? And then yeah. if you if you fuck around and the first two seasons don't work out the way that they wanted it to, do they fire you? You know what I mean? And then bring in Luke fucking Walton or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Email exactly from that. from PK uh, Krenstel says I'm calling them the Los Angeles Cappers until further notice. What a got organization. <laughs> he said this is what happens when you trade your future for jungle fever Jimmer for death. Go on, dog. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I'm more offended by the Jimmer for that comparison than anything, to be honest with you. <laughs> come on, well, PG ain't that fucking bad, bro. Like, said, and I'm, I'm hard to fuck on PG, but Jimmer for that? Come on, dog. He said they're a two pack of ass and maybe the fourth best professional basketball team in California come next season. No more talk about them. LeBron in six. Y'all be safe. God damn. Yeah, that was mean. Okay, so I'm, that, I'm not even reading the really mean ones. Those people were very personal. <laughs> sports fans are assholes man they are assholes samuel bundick wanted to write in and specifically bundick. say it's too easy to clown Kawhi and pg i want to go at steve Ballmer, the billionaire moron he's literally done nothing for this team brought in the dude who already wanted to come there you don't get any points for that <laughs> <laughs> He had the whole world thinking he was going to dethrone the Lakers in L.A. He said, it took me months to see what he was doing. It's old-ass tech. He wanted to build a new stadium in the most overcrowded wealth gap, not functioning for anyone but the rich-ass area. The world does not need another James Dolan, and that's what he wants to be. God damn. Wow. Y'all call him motherfuckers Jim Fredette and, and, and James Dang Dolan. God damn. Wilson Ramirez says Glenn Rivers gleefully traded for the man who cheated on his daughter and they deserve everything they got since then. Oh, wow. Bro, bro, that, bro, when, when Seth Curry called him a bitch ass that time, that shit had nothing to do with basketball. Nope. PG wasn't even in that fucking play, dog. He was just around. Like, 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 like that was, shit. Yeah. He didn't say a thing. We should have known then. Yeah, PG ain't do shit. He was just around, and Seth just had some shit he wanted to say to that motherfucker, dog. All right, Braden writes in, and this is exactly how I've been feeling about it. He said, every day in L.A., I see these goddamn billboards that say streetlights over spotlights. It used to piss me off because of how bold it was, but now it's been genuinely hilarious to me. <laughs> the park I hoop at has Clipper stickers on it because they paid for it or whatever, and now I'm going to have to hold back laughter at the court. Not only are these Clippers frauds, but there are signs all over the city to remind people. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, like, he, he bought up all those billboards. Like, you, I, I, I see, I've seen more Clippers billboards than Lakers billboards. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, 100%. I told yeah, you guys, yeah. they sponsored all the youth leagues in Southern California, too. Like, Vincent came home from the YMCA League with a fucking Clippers backpack and a Clippers uniform, bro. And I had to, like, sit him down, like, dude. <laughs> like, this is not the way. <laughs> you had to sit him down like you found some weed in his book bag or some yeah. shit. Like, what path are you, are you heading down here, son? Like, you have to but, wear this, but I want you to feel bad every time you put it on. You know what I mean? <laughs> all about all of them, like, 
uh, gym equipment and shit during the pandemic to stay in shape and all that, just for them to complain and, and, be, and complain about being tired. Then that's fucking ridiculous, bro. Like, yeah, you know, it's 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 like the old saying goes: When have you ever seen a Lamborghini commercial? Like, you know, the the top product doesn't need to sell itself. So you're not gonna see Lakers billboards up because they're the fucking Lakers. The Lakers, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> we don't need to put our billboard up. There's fucking stickers on everyone's cars. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alex C says, uh, funniest nights on NBA Twitter in some order. 2016 finals game seven. Oh, that's, that's number one forever and all. Absolutely. Cliff was holding DeAndre Jordan hostage. That, that was fucking hilarious. This, this night, I, I, I feel like, I feel like this, I feel like this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel like last night is, is, is the number two right now. It's number two, bro. Plus I got my memory jogged a bit here about Okay. This now season. DeAndre Jordan getting held hostage at the end of free agency. I'll put that three. I'll put CP, that three. CP3. When when Blake when Blake uh twit picked that that chair, door, <laughs> that is an all time tweet, bro. Uh, uh, CP three leading the Rockets players to the Clippers locker room. The 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 the, the underground tunnels and all that. Oh, that was a yeah. good one, John. That was a that good one. That was a good one. It's like eight. You know what I mean? Like, I would say this: the Charles Barkley Shaq exchange after that was one of the funniest things I've okay. ever seen on okay. television, okay. for sure. Uh, and then he didn't have this on here, but I'm gonna throw in Temecula. Like to me, oh Temecula, yeah, Temecula's number one to me over everything forever. <laughs> well, well, Bro, it was. I'll never forget it. Like I had, had left my aunt, you know, Christmas dinner, and I come back to my crib, I'll never and I'm it. yeah, and, and, and I'm tweeting. I'm like. Motherfuckers want to fight behind Kobe in real life. <laughs> like, like it was so wild, you know? And it was somebody we knew. Yeah, it was fucking. We knew somebody. the other dude. Yeah. We were like, so oh, like, like, bro, like, like he finna pull up over Kobe, but and but and it made it to ESPN. Like that's like the most Twitterish shit ever. Like they were talking about that on the major networks. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is crazy. So like, like on, that's, on, up there. Also, that's up there. Yeah, on some all jokes aside shit, when Kobe passed, I was like, bro, can we get this dude to comment on it? I, I legitimately wanted to hear something from that dude at that moment. Like, real shit. Okay, Steve emailed in to tell a story about some torture. This one's a little bit longer, but I, I have to read this. This is a Southern California story, if I can ever remember one. He said, first Clipper game I remember going to, my uncle bought me a jersey. He said, Lamar Odom or Darius Miles? <laughs> Darius Miles and Lamar Odom were were some fire Those were fun teams. I used to yeah. root for the Clippers on some like, this is great that they've got players. You know what I mean? So you said, uh, terrible, Odom, you they sure? They were terrible those years. Huh? They were terrible those years. They, they were fun, though. They were but they were fun. But they they were, were fun as hell. But yeah, they were terrible. Yeah. So, so he said, I've, uh, he picked the Odom one. He said, I've never been so upset to be right about something. D. Miles is most famous for an SAT movie, and Odom won multiple rings in L.A., just not with the Clippers. That right there is the purest Clipper fan experience ever. Either irrelevancy <laughs> or fortune elsewhere. There is no middle ground. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I keep doing this shit to myself. And he said, hold on. Here's, this is the twist. He said, my uncle is a Lakers fan, by the way, and I know he did this shit on purpose. <laughs> oh, the longest yeah. con. I used to think it was because we were poor and the tickets were cheap. Nope. He just threw himself an off-the-backboard alley-oop he could spend the next forever using to dunk on my ass. Science Damn. Steve. That's an all-time uncle move, man. Put that dude in the uncle hall of fame. Right, right. Uh, uncle, uncles who are dedicated to the long game of clowning you are the best uncles, bro. L.A. Sabri says, 
Paul George is the LeBron James of Chris Middleton's. <laughs> Why is that so perfect? What? <laughs> he no, seriously, and that is perfect because he is he is one of he is he is the epitome of a player who is really good but won't get you over the hump, and that's perfect right there, dog. The LeBron James or Chris Middleton's, yeah. I am in awe of how good that is, bro. That is phenomenal. Right. That's that's the best one-liner we got. Uh, yeah. so other people he, he's the best. He's the best, most talented player that will not get you up the hump when you need him to. Other people sent in memes. Someone did. Uh, I believe we referred to the Clippers as an unserious franchise on this podcast. <laughs> George parody with uh, Paul George's face that says "unserious George." <laughs> 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 um some okay blake jackson says okay yes the clippers were out here looking foul can we please show some love to the nuggets two three one comebacks back to back come on now we've officially mm-hmm. shown love to the nuggets uh <laughs> moving on moving on looking to whip your ass next right, right. can't wait to thrash y'all boys you kidding me uh charlie says it's my belief the clippers should now be forced to move probably to seattle for the season-long dis- disrespect and he said, if I were Adam Silver, I would personally require Paul George to start in the G League and have to maintain certain statistical benchmarks if he wants to touch an NBA court again. <laughs> bro, bro, I feel like Seattle's such a great basketball city that sending them the Clippers would be shitting on them. Like, the Clippers need to go to, like, Des Moines, Iowa or some shit, bro, or, or like, fucking Maine or something. Those in the, the Seattle deserves oh, so much better than the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite subplot of last night after the loss was people trying to send it, – it's like, a, you know, when people were doing that, when the race uh, draft was like a big, like, thing on Twitter and people would, like, mm-hmm. try and send Justin Timberlake or whatever and then, you know, people would debate over who they wanted to, like, join their side or whatever. People kept saying, like, send the Clippers to blank. And wherever blank was, someone would immediately respond, like, we do not want the fucking Clippers. <laughs> like, I, like I said, I tweeted, you don't deserve to be in Inglewood. Send these dudes to Albuquerque. And immediately someone and was Albuquerque like, what do you have against like, Albuquerque? Right, right. <laughs> this dude responded to me immediately. It was like, it's all Lakers fans in Albuquerque, bro. We do not want the Clippers. <laughs> Fucking y'all can't even go to the Bugs Bunny towns, dog. Like that's how much of a joke y'all are. God okay, I mean, this is a, this is our last email. Okay, and this is this is a different this is a different level, bro. Okay. The subject line is got cheated on last month, and I care a thousand times less now that the Clippers lost. This is wow. from. I feel like I should not read the name of this person. No, you're no, definitely not. <laughs> it says. <laughs> This has been a ho- but thank you for writing it. He said, "This has been a horrible, abysmal year for me. Kobe's death in January scarred me deeply, and I'm still not over it. I never will be. We definitely feel you on this podcast, bro." Mm-hmm. So then I found out I got cheated on last month. Broke up with her, kicked her out of the apartment, effectively doubling my rent. All of that on top of hearing that we're going to lose in November because Trump brought back Big Ten football. It's been a hard year, but y'all know what. When the Clippers lost last night, I felt like I was 12 years old again. L.A. felt like it was summer 2000 again. All was right. And I woke up today realizing, dog, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to make it. It's the little things and the big Clippers collapses that make life worth living. I want to ask this question. You were cheating on during a pandemic? Like, she risking COVID 
to get outside dick? <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a, damn, my boy. <laughs> that's a different. That's pain, bro. That's bro, bro, bro. pain right there. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to sit and think about that. You know what I mean, like. But like. That's a, that's a different type of. That's a different type, and that hey, right. That's what we talk about with sports uh, bro, fans I, I, on the I, I, show, bro. That like, dude needed the Clippers to lose last night, bro. <laughs> I feel like if, if you're if you're willing if you're willing to cheat in the face of COVID, I feel like she was either like the best time this dude ever had or like the worst time this dude ever had. I feel like there's no middle ground. I, think I feel like he. I think she was both. I think she was both. I think like yeah. that that person that's cheating during COVID is guaranteed fun and guaranteed crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're willing to risk all that? I ain't, but like, whew. I have all right, I believe, do we have any other Clippers takes? That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's the email selection. I'm about Clippered out, man, but I would say that oh. is the most fun. That is probably like the purest happiness I've had, honestly, in longer than I would care to admit, bro. <laughs> 2016, 2016 was a, that was, I felt like a child. Yeah. So I, but I'd that say was, sure, was Christmas in January, this was bro. like, this, I mean, <laughs> yes, I felt like this was, I, I didn't believe, like, I, I couldn't believe, like, that they fucking lost. It was, it's, I still can't believe that shit. How did they blow this shit, bro? How? I'm, I'm saying, but like, like. I'll tell, I'll tell you how they blew it. Three games in a fucking row. That's how they blew it. Somebody felt bad, I had to read about it Last time I spoke to him, he said he needed guidance I be thinking about shit way more than I speak about it Bro say ride with the beam on you cause these streets is cloudy Blessed up like I got the deacon around me You sold for the money, that's an evil bounty Came a long way from the Suffolk County Days mud on the plate, I had to eat around it Now I be, just gotta see to find me I be missing home, just gotta keep the climbing I ain't going back, swiping in to keep declining Make a plus out of mine, it's gotta be somebody Keep supplying Ain't none of us worried about the feature prices Still popping out for you can keep the license Trying to keep it like that, so we keep it silent Keep it silent When it goes down, you can keep the profits Now we gotta hold peace, cause we peep the violence Now we gotta tow peace, cause we peep the violence my young pop, somebody felt bad, I had to read about it Last time I spoke to him, he said he needed guidance I be thinking about shit way more than I speak about it Bro say ride with the beam on you cause the streets is cloudy My young pop, somebody felt bad, I had to read about it Last time I spoke to him, he said he needed guidance I be thinking about shit way more than I speak about it Bro say ride with the on you cause these streets is cloudy Shit ain't getting no easier Rap game getting more cheesier Feeling out of place when I be with her In my way out of this league of her Got my bag up and got freezier Purple got my lungs all easier Purple force got me all linear Kicking down, don't nobody feeding us I was raised, ain't nobody beating us So tell me why I feel like niggas cheating us If I can't get a meal, I feel like each of us Then is it really worth it what I'm reaching for? 
tuck close, what you reaching for? You know everything got a reason for it, so I don't question anything.